Happy Valentine's Day. Not. Even if you have someone special, do something special for your special someone without a special day. Hi, I'm Lightning Lucas, and I got that name by surviving being struck by lightning, and now I'm bringing at you a weekly podcast, and this is episode 48 of it. It is called... Here on episode 48, we are going to continue with the love song series that may, no, that will culminate in an album that may be called Before I Find Her. The first song we're going to listen to today is called Valentine's Day is Terrible, and I wrote it with my friend Andrew Clausen, and we are working on another song these days, so get excited about that for sure. Andrew also co-wrote with me the song Still Have Hope, which was the very first new featured song on Hold That Note almost a year ago. Ways to support the podcast include submitting a question, considering becoming a supporting patron, and considering commissioning a song that may well appear on the show. For all the ways to support the podcast, just check out holdthatnote.net. The second song we're going to listen to today is a poem by William Butler Yeats that I put to music and wrote an extra verse for. And before we listen to that, we're going to riff on a question from one of the books I've been reading. So, here we go. I honestly don't really have that much against Valentine's Day, in particular in comparison to any other holiday, because mostly my problem is just with how commercialized holidays have become and they're just excuses to buy things and we really feel pressure that we need to buy the Easter candy for the kids or the Christmas presents or the roses on Valentine's Day. And I think those things can be fine and good out of a certain mindset or perhaps heart set, you could say. But for a lot of us, it's just peer pressure to participate in the economy. So we wrote Valentine's Day is Terrible two years ago, and basically I just wanted to write a Valentine's Day song because I had been writing lots of songs for lots of different holidays, and what I came up with was the idea that Valentine's Day is terrible, and Andrew helped me make awesome melodies for it, and he really is a wizard on the guitar, so you're in for a treat. Also, in the show notes, there will be a link to a video of us performing this song, 
This is actually a live take in my studio. It's take three. Here it is. Valentine's Day is terrible. This is uh, take three.
date Have I told you how much I love Valentine's Day That's pretty darn good <laughs> I, I think that I think we'll keep that Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. This question comes from Jack Canfield, who is the co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul phenomena. I found a book by him at Gift and Thrift, which I obviously had to buy because, I don't know, it's probably $1.25. I took the sticker off because I like to take the sticker off books, because then you can see the price that someone had to pay for it when it came out in 2005, which was $17.99. So I got it for about less than 10% of the market price. But anyway, let's get to Jack Canfield's question. He has a chapter on fear, and at the end of the chapter he says this. Can you see that you are the one creating the fear? Thanks for this great question, Jack. Uh, The short answer is that no, I cannot see that I am the one creating the fear. But your chapter about fear made me really think and consider the fact that, yes, a lot of my fears are unfounded and come from my own insecurities, but that's a little redundant, not redundant, but circular, kind of like saying my fears come from my fears, but I guess they do. One of my favorite parts of this book, and also most of the Chicken Soup books, is that they start with cool quotes at, from uh, interesting people. And so this quote that is uh, on the next chapter that I haven't yet read, called How to Get Rid of Fear, is one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain, who is labeled a celebrated American author and humorist. And the quote is, I have lived a long life and had many troubles, most of which never happened. Okay, I know I didn't exactly answer Jack's question, but we're going to move on. The next song we're going to hear is, as I said earlier, a poem by William Butler Yeats that I put to music and wrote an extra verse for. It's called A Drinking Song, and initially you might think it's a dance with your pint of ale on top of the table, clicking your heels type song, but that is not what it means. It means a song that gives you occasion to drink your sorrows away. And as a tangent, it is very fortunate in my life that I never got into drinking at all because I probably would have ended up being a problem drinker. Nonetheless, I put this poem to music, and it's actually one of the first songs I ever wrote, and it's on a really crappy album of my first attempts at songwriting that I'm not going to let you listen to. 
but here is a new recording of it that I made yesterday. It's called A Drinking Song. Wine comes in at the mouth and love comes in at the eye. That's all we shall know for truth before we grow old and die. I lift the glass to my mouth. I look at you and I up William Butler Yeats on Wikipedia and found out a bunch of stuff I didn't know because I didn't know anything about him before except that he wrote that poem but turns out he was Irish and he won a Nobel Prize and he was quote a pillar of the Irish literary establishment end quote also, quote, his major works include 1928's The Tower and Words for Music, Perhaps, and Other Poems, published in 1932, end quote. Therefore, I suspect that someone else may have made a singable version of a drinking song before, but I hope mine was an acceptable gift. <laughs> We haven't done the birthday song on the show in a while, and I'm not going to do it today either, but I just wanted to remind you that if it would feel like a special gift to someone you know, you can send me their name and birth date, and I will sing it in the better birthday song. I'm probably only going to sing it at most once a month. Uh, and I'm definitely going to sing it in the middle of March for my nephew's birthday again. Also, in other news, I am going to be putting out another album on the 20th of this month. So it'll be 2 which I think sounds really cool. 
Uh, I had thought about trying to release it on the second, but it wasn't ready. And actually, 2-20-2022 sounds cooler to me. So that album is a collection of what I call, or what are called, the B-sides, as in what on a physical record would go on the back side that would get played less often. So they are maybe not as good, but I think it's going to end up being a pretty good album. So I will release it on Bandcamp, and then eventually I might put it on the streaming services, but we'll see. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. If you like this podcast, please do me a solid and tell a couple, two or three of your actual real life friends, tell them in person about this podcast and how to look it up and how to subscribe. And also another thing you can do is share the episode on social media. Perhaps you're seeing this episode on Facebook or YouTube and just press share. That's a great thing to do. Thanks so much for listening to episode 48 of Hold That.